The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover a positive path for spiritual living. Welcome to Voices of Unity with Rev. Jackie Fernandez, Rev. Skip Jennings, and Faith Rivera. Reverend Skip Jennings. What's up, y'all? How can you not dance during that song every time? You can't not dance during that song. You have to dance. Yes. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here with our tribe that is Voices of Unity, that is each of us and, and all of you who are listening today or in the future. We see you. We bless you. We behold the Christ as you. Mm-hmm. This is the highlight of my week, my friends. My... Um... <laughs> My OGBs, my original God blessing yeah. sisters. <laughs> That's sticky, you know. The OGBs are the house. <laughs> original God blessings. <laughs> there we are. Here we are. I love it. And today we're going to continue in with the divine feminine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The divine Happy. feminine all month long, right? On the rise. Yes. Happy Mother's Day, right? To all the mommies, the yeah. grandmas. And you know me, I always want to include everybody. I want to include anyone that's caring, you know, for others, that's yes. nurturing. Yes. Um, and to that divine feminine that, you know, maybe we need to let let creep in more, right? That's what we're talking yes. about today. That's, Absolutely. That's- I love well, speak, that. Speaking of Mother's Day, I, I followed Faith. I followed Jackie. <laughs> I remember Jackie on, on Facebook. I wasn't there with you, but how was your Mother's Day? Faith, you had some great things with your mom. It just, I like, I wanted to kiss her face. Aww, yeah. <laughs> She's you know so cute. She's so cute. She is cute. You know, I, when I came home from Maui the next day, I thought we we're going to go walking like we usually do. She took me to Ross's. Okay, secrets out. That's my favorite store. Okay, Ross, dress for that. 
Yes. She, she took me for a shopping spree. So, like, I can't be old enough for her not to keep spoiling me. So, I love her, and it's cute. My whole family, we drove, packed up, we caravan to um, the North Shore, and we went to Chinaman's Hat. You know, this it's an island that looks like a hat, and they all ate shrimp. We ate something else. And, you know, it was just about spending time. And, yeah, it wasn't my ideal of what I thought, what I wanted to do, and... And it was quite beautiful. It was quite beautiful to be with all of them. Yeah, my sister, my aunt. So it, it quite beautiful. And my family still owes me. My my Mother's Day gift is going to help, you know, finish up my studio. So that's coming. Nice. Yes. What about you? That's you know, awesome. Well, yeah. I got out of town with my wife, Tammy, and our three oh. beautiful girls. And we went oh. to Tammy's family and spent the weekend there. And it was just amazing. You know, I've shared before on the show, we got married in December. And um, so largely it's been the pandemic. And so I haven't really been able to spend much time with her family. So there are actually some of her sisters I hadn't met yet and her brother. So yeah, it was, it was a big, it was a big weekend. It was a big deal. And it really just was beautiful time together. We played games, we laughed, we ate all of it, you know, all of it. And I got, to, I got to there. Yeah. They're just a, a less than three hours away. So it, it was an easy drive and it was nice to just get out of town for a little bit and um, yeah, do that. And then, you know, I called my mom, of course, on the phone. She lives in Washington state. Big shout out to my mama and belly our Pacific Northwesters. Yes, my belly dancing mama. And I got to talk to her and I, I managed to send her flowers on Friday. So that was, yeah, was my little contribution to her. Oh, beautiful. So, yeah. And Rev Skip, you're going to go see your mama. Well, I'm going to see my mom at the end of the the end of the month. It's uh, been two years since I've seen my family because of Miss um, COVID. Miss um, <laughs> COVID. Miss COVID said, uh-uh. And um, so I'm going to see her for her birthday. She'll be 87 um, on the 26th. So I fly out from LA to uh, New Jersey on the 26th on her birthday. So I sent her cards for Mother's Day. I put some cash in there. My mama loves cash. So I put some <laughs> cash in there. And I said, Mama, don't expect me to be sending you any birthday cards. I'm going to be a living birthday card when I show up. Uh, of course, I'll have and 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 all that. But, um, you know, my Mother's Day was very interesting. I did go on Agape. We did our early morning service, our meditation. And then I went to the farmer's market. And it was nice. just so beautiful to be at the farmer's market and watch the mothers and the children and appreciate the um, the greenery and the vegetables, which the divine feminine creates for us. Yes. You know, Mother Gaia creates all this. Mother Earth, Mother Nature creates all the, the, the flowers and the vegetables. And I was in the bliss of Mother Nature on Sunday. So it was such a blessing. So beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, I... I want to come clean because I was thinking, what was up with me? And I think I went to Maui. I had my own time, right? Mm. I remembered what that was. And so this is what was coming up for me is, um, and then I, I just told, I let them know that my daughter's been home with me these two days. And some of that old, like kind of resenting, honestly, all the mommy stuff I, that's tied to mommy in my brain. Mm. Oh, oh, wait, I got to stay up and, and do that. I gotta, you know, and and I know that's not. So I'm I'm still rewriting that part. I don't know if you other mommies or if you guys see that. There's this resentment that I've had to, 
you know, work through of like, wait, I got to tidy it up again. Wait, I'm the one staying up. You left a plate of food there. Oh, you know what I mean? That yeah. was, that was the, I was having some mommy moments. So, um, transforming that into, you know, what you were like, mother earth thriving. You know, <laughs> I, I wasn't in the romance. Of it. Well, you know, Faith and, and Reverend Jackie, what I've done to, we, I guess I say it's, it's service or servitude. You choose which one you want to be in. And I have changed that I have to, to, oh, I get to wash the dishes. Oh, I get to go to Agape and play the, the crystal bowls, or I get to be on a radio show. I've taken that I have to, and I've changed it to, oh, I get to. And that has helped me to kind of shift from that kind of resentment thing yeah. to... Well, I tell you I tell you what's really nice. So, Faith, my, my, my older kids. girls... Sorry, I to say that. My older girls are just a little bit older than you, so they're teenagers. So they get to do the dishes. <laughs> Dang it, girl! That's oh. what I transformed that into. They can get to do the dishes. Oh my God. Oh, I mean, okay, you know what? My little five-year-old, I forget what day it was she was home. But yeah, I was busy on the weekend. My little five-year-old happily did the dishes. And I think there was a part in there that was like, I don't want to put it on a burden. But it isn't a burden to her. But part of me was like, oh, my God, I don't want her to think that that's what we're here for. Right. But but yeah. she loved it. She loved it, you know, and yeah. that's the best stage when they're like that. so happy to help. Like they want to do yeah. things and they try, like, yes. you know, we have our youngest is four and a half and she'll yeah. like, she'll pick up the big old trash bag. She can barely lift it, but she wants to help yeah. her big sisters take out the trash and, and do all those things. But, you know, I mean, I get what you're saying there. Like, it's not all glory, you know, <laughs> like much, much of motherhood is a thankless, it is thankless work. And, yeah. um, and, and we just like, we, of course we just know that. Um, and there's a certain fatigue to that, that, um, so I get what you're saying. You know, there can be a, a certain fatigue to that. Like, uh, still again, they eat every day. <laughs> like they're hungry again. again. Like, <laughs> like we just did this. <laughs> but Rev Jackie, you know what? You give me perspective when you're saying your daughter's about to graduate and all my wise friends always said, faith, it goes so fast. So, yes. so I stopped myself this morning. I'm like, I'm not going to yell at my beautiful child. I get to be with her. He, she's hacking and I got to, I get to be with this beautiful being. So, so beautiful. It, it reminds me. Yeah, it reminds me. <laughs> so Faith, I love that you came clean and I, I want to come clean about uh, Mother's Day as well. And we're going to have a show on this, but you know, of recent, the last since the pandemic, my mother's at a certain age and I have been really dealing with fear of losing my mother. Gotcha. And and the fear of will I get home in time before, wow. you know, wow. because there was a time that we our family decided skip don't travel right now is it's not safe because we don't know what this is and what's going on, and throughout that time that we were I was not traveling I was dealing with a lot of fear of losing my mother, and so on Mother's Day I had that moment of fear, and I even said God just let me make it home before the twenty sixth I want to see my mother again. Um, so that that has been a, a real thing. It has been a real fear for me. But, you know, I'm doing the work, but it's still real. It's still there. I have to work through it. Got to work through that. And, um, you know, I was there for about an hour. And then I snapped out of it. And, and, and it wasn't easy to come out of that. But I was really aware, oh, you're in fear here. And then everything else around me didn't feel I was not centered. So everything was bothering me in that time. And I was really dealing with the fear of losing my mother. You know, it makes me think, I think, you know, we all have talked about how 
in many ways this pandemic year has has bared a lot of really good fruit you know but i think i i feel what i'm feeling when you're talking about that is i'm tapping into the grief of what we've lost the, the time we've lost with loved ones because i think about that too my family's on the west coast and so it's not like you know i haven't seen any of them you know and i normally would have spent lots of time with my grandma my mom my aunties and um so i i'm feeling that like through you that there's just it's part it's tied to this this loss of time uh, you know mm. which is of course i know it's all made up time doesn't exist it's not real but <laughs> But the feelings are real. The feelings, the feelings are, real. are real. Yeah. The feelings yeah. are real. And I'm watching your beautiful posts on Facebook and on Instagram. I'm going, you know, I, I'm not with my mom. I'm not with my mom. I almost post a picture I posted two years ago and I just didn't in the middle of that grief. I'm like, I'm not going to post anything about this because I'm just not in the space. But I love that, Reverend Jackie. Thank you for sharing that because it is a grief. And I did lose a lot of people, and believe it or not, I lost maybe about 20 people I knew during this pandemic. And one was my mentor, my thesis advisor, Reverend Maisha Hazard. And she, it was so, it was the last class we took. It was her helping me to get through my thesis and, and submit it. And it was so sudden. Oh, I'm feeling, feeling it right now. And it was the grief of that. And Reverend Maisha was like a mother to me. And a spiritual a mother. spiritual mother, yeah. A spiritual, a spiritual mother. You know, that's that's why we moved home. And it's funny because my parents, they'll still say, like, why did you decide? And I don't know how to keep telling them to have this moment, you know. And we were at Mother's Day. Can you believe all these years, me and my sister are floored when my dad said he swims. You <laughs> swim? And then we find out that he's the one, because I remember getting, they're called Vana, they're sea urchins, the black ones with yeah. the spikes, okay? yeah. and sea snail, whatever. I remember buckets of them. I had no clue he would go with all the other old Filipino dad, well, he wasn't old then, but they'd go diving. We're like, you dive? I mean, <laughs> so I mean, he's, like, so he's out there getting dinner, like he really was. getting dinner. And like, we missed it, because we, you know, you know, so anyway, uh, I don't- talk about sea urchin uni? Yes. Like we, oh, I love me some uni. I don't eat it any longer, but I love, it's like butter. Yeah. I love me some yeah. uni. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's why I moved home and I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm just, uh, it makes me grateful that I am here and I don't, I don't know. It's a big thing to decide. Okay, let's just go back up now and go be with Yeah. If mom lived in Hawaii, I move home. <laughs> Jersey. I am not going back to Jersey, baby. I'm not back to Jersey. Winter? <laughs> so, so we, as we've said all these weeks the answer is everybody moved to hawaii <laughs> right i i think that's clear i'm feeling clear about that we're laughing but i'm gonna mark this day i keep telling people that we're having a retreat in hawaii i mean just telling random people and get ready for our retreat in hawaii and people are going i'm coming yeah. and i'm having dreams about hawaii two or a night ago and that's why i started playing um where i live ha rainbows Ra rainbows yeah. your music and the whole album because i used to live in hawaii i used to live on oahu air force base and i was there for considerable no enough time for me to fall in love and i'm just listening to this and i'm going oh my god that's it that's the feeling. And when you step off the plane for the very first time, or if you haven't been there for for a long time, you smell the flowers that hit you in the 
face. You're going, oh, paradise. Oh, hello. Hello, Miss Paradise. But you know, they say that Hawaii, the kahuna that I met said Hawaii is the heart chakra of our planet and people are drawn here. As Kareen Daniels that I did the immersive with, she said, and which is so true, you know, you're either be welcomed by the island and some are rejected, not because you're bad, but you know, it's that, it's always about that energy tone and resonance. I think you guys are talking about that. Um, but yeah, I guess you're resonating with the vibe here. <laughs> I am. I, and and, and um, maybe I'll, I'll find in Hawaiian to date. <laughs> Beautiful Hawaii, yeah. Vision board. I love it. I love it. So, so speaking of divine feminine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, I just, I mean, I'm hearing you talk about the like Hawaii being the heart of the planet and the heart chakra of the planet. Let's talk more about that because we also wanted to kind of get into the indigenous aspect of the divine feminine and what that has to offer. Well, you know, it was a huge thing for me when I met them, I think 2008, a group of a kahuna, like an ensemble of them, said they wanted to come to um, our hub event, Humanity Unites Brilliance. And up to that point, I was born and raised here, never met like a true kahuna. And they showed up and they spoke of this aloha, what I'd been longing to hear all the years, you know, that I mean, that I'm that I've been here is that aloha is meant for the whole planet, not for any single one race. And then when they said that this is the time for the kane, the men to soften and for the wahine to reclaim their power. I mean, my heart just burst open and that's what's on the album where I've skipped that you hear is, is authentic joy and power and reclaiming these, the spiritual teachings, the mana, the energy of what, you know, is here. Um, from their teachings. So, you know, Wahine, to reclaim their power. And I was thinking, you know, my album Rise was all about me telling that story. And I think I wasn't reclaiming power. I mean, I didn't even know what it felt like, I think, because mm-hmm. I had so much stage fright. So, I mean, that's a little bit on, you know, my experience with Hawaii and the divine and, feminine. And I, and I also think that in this time and age where we are moving really deep into the divine feminine. This is the age, and, and and I studied it as I was giving a talk on Friday about it, that it's the healer, the mother, the nurturer, the restorer, the and it's a, and, and it's a selfless work, as you were saying, that that is where our men should begin to really connect with the divine feminine that lives within them instead of being in this energy of do, 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 we now get to soften, like you said, faith, and become, and breathe, and be in that place of ease, and understand that mothering is within us. So we get to be mothers of Mother Earth. We get to mother our kids. We get to mother our furry animals. We get to mother each other. So beautiful. It's a it, it's a true calling, like when of connection when we get into that space of nurturing another, like it's it's almost um, a, not a submission to another, but a submission to the connection mm. that's available to us. You know, yeah. there's such a, a giving and end receiving of love, which, you know, back to like motherhood being kind of a thankless job a lot of times, but there is still that that giving and receiving. There is still that return of love and it's just like this ebb and flow i love that um just that concept and so when you said wahine that's women 
right? Wahine is women and that that timing. And and so when I'm hearing you sort of dance around faith and I'm I'm curious what you think, um, the idea of reclaiming power, but if you didn't ever know, at least in this earthly life Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you had it, it doesn't feel like a reclaim. Mm -hmm. It feels like, like a rise, right? The rise album, like you're rising into something that's maybe new and unknown. Yeah, so I think that's why, you know, for those of you that have heard the album, you know, Rev Skip didn't even know I was rapping. I- I'm selling myself, you know what I mean? I think that's why the voice had to be strong. That's why I had to, you know, at a certain point, put, put I don't want to say put on a persona, but the other part of me, kind of like how Beyonce has her, what's, is it Sasha? I mean, I don't know. Sa- Sasha Fierce. Look at her, she- because I, I, I am part of the B. Movie voice. Sasha Because <laughs> you know I love me some Beyonce. I know, but you know I when she did her um, Super Bowl show. Okay, and so you know what I don't know how to talk about this. So yes, we're talking about divine feminine, but I understand it to be a, a balancing act, right? Because she's channeling, yes, her sacred feminine, but with the masculine, because she owned that stage. I mean, I could, I mean, I, I felt like I was reclaiming my power watching her, you know? And I think maybe that's the value of us sharing these stories is, um, you know, we, we get it in little bits <laughs> from each other and from our own story. And sometimes motherhood in the way we've done it or the way it's been handed down through generations, we lose that power part and you know you, it becomes about submission you know and i think i'm inheriting the resentment probably <laughs> to, you know probably. my own and yeah you know so ah i don't know but it when, when i feel it when you feel that it's, it's golden you feel whole again yeah. and uh, yeah and, and in one of my songs you know in this crazy rap i i don't even remember the words but i was trying to say we're not trying to blame we're not trying to make you know anybody wrong we're just trying everybody claim the fullness of their power. And for the kane or men, it means the softness. For us, it means reclaiming that voice. You know? yeah. yeah, there's, you know, that that idea that, like, there's enough to go around. Like, our, you know, me claiming my power does not take away from you and your power, you and your wholeness. You know, there's, it's, um, there's, there's not a, it's not a depleting resource, you know? Yes. Well, that's a well, circle. Oh, sorry, was written no, from the theme song. Was yeah. from that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that and, was it. And but and what we get to do is rewrite the story, rewrite the paradigm, just yeah. change it because thoughts that we have been given have been passed down to experience the historical trauma, and the historical trauma of sexism is energy of separation. You are less than this. You have no power. I'm going to control you here. So we're now in the process of rewriting that history or alchemizing it into the truth that, like you said, Faith, there is masculine feminine that lives within all of us. And that's what we teach in yoga. The practice of yoga is the doing, is the yang of the yoga, and the yin is the becoming. And there's a part where we stop standing and we sit down and we just be. And it's no mistaking that we do that towards Shavasana, where it's the very last pose. So think about this. We got to work, work, work. And there's a part of us that goes, stop, be still, breathe, and just be. And that's where the real yoga really begins. I, I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Like yeah. actual balancing. 
you know, well, of, the, well, of the energies. Yeah. It is the balancing of energy. Yes, it is the balancing <laughs> of energy. And then finally, after the becoming, you are in a full corpse pose where you can actually do the meditation. So it all leads to this place back to the stillness, back to the womb, back to the place of where we can just be. There's nothing else to do. Now it's everything to become. That's amazing. <laughs> so y'all want to do yoga? <laughs> I do love I, I kind of want to, yeah. Now I kind of want to. On our retreat, we'll be doing a lot of yoga. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes. Doing a lot of stuff. Hey, Faith, what is your favorite? <laughs> yeah. um, if you have a favorite song that represents mother, what would it be? Of mine or just in general? Well, just in general of... of, of or yours, it could be yours or just a general. You know, you know, it, I have to, <laughs> I have to go to Welcome Baby that I wrote with Karen Drucker. And, you know, she's the one that egged me on to write it because I wasn't in the mommy baby thing yet. You know, I, I was still a new mother and the song of these words, just welcoming this life and how they're seen. That's how a mommy loves, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't, and it's unconditional. And and I think the part that I that I just keep feeling is I need the moms need to remember to have that song for themselves too, because I, I think what I'm feeling that I want to talk about is we get lost in that story, or I did. That's where many of these songs have come from. And I want to honor and give a shout out to um, anyone that's a single mom, even a yeah. single dad. I have two close friends that you know do a beautiful dance ministries, and uh, wow. You know, it just like breaks. Yeah, I guess it does break my heart. I need to just change that story because, you know, I'm still in the like, oh, it's so hard. And yes, it is hard. And those mamas are fierce. They're fierce. Mm. Um, But we don't want to get lost. Yeah. So anyway, I went all over the place. But welcome, babe. No, I love it. Welcome, babe. Um, I love um, Honey. You guys know Honey in the Rock? Honey in the Rock? Okay. Your children. And they have this beautiful harmony of your children or not your children. Uh, and, 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 and it's just a beautiful reminder. Our children come through you, but who are they really a part of? They're part of the divine spirit. Um, I just, that's one of my favorite mother kind of well, how children. Go? How um, I, go? I'm not going to sing it right now because ah! I, you know, <laughs> I know it. It's in me, your children or not your children. That's, you know, I, I can make up my own <laughs> words to it, but just look it up. It's just beautiful. Cool. I love that. Uh, that music means it's time for our break. So we will take a short break and we'll be right back with Voices of Unity. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Explore new thought philosophy and a lot more. Welcome back to Voices of Unity. And we're back. Do we have a song or are we going to? We're going to talk first. 
Okay, the song's coming. Well, I'll say, we, right before the break, we were talking about our favorite mother songs. Yes, yes. And I have one, and it's Ani DeFranco, Present Infant. Oh. And she, this, the lyrics of this song, I won't read them all, but it opens with, Lately I've been glaring into mirrors, picking myself apart. You'd think at my age, I thought of something better to do. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it just goes on and she's like, but then here's this tiny baby and they say she looks just like me and she's smiling at me with that present infant glee, you know, and it's just like that. And I feel like I, I've learned that I've learned how to love myself better from being a mom and, you know, loving my children so unconditionally, um, the song goes on to say, so I'm beginning to see some problems with the ongoing work of my mind. And I've got myself a new mantra. I, it says, don't forget to have a good time. And it ends with love is all over the place. There's nothing wrong with your face. <laughs> you know? Isn't that, it's just, it's beautiful. And that, you know, that's kind of, it taps into what I was talking about, the giving and the receiving, you know, there's such, you know, when, when you are in, no matter who you are, when you are in a state of loving unconditionally, it comes back to you. So whether it's your fur baby, your dog, your cat, you know, your bird, um, whether it's nature, when when we are giving that unconditional love, it comes right back. Mm. Just not always and in the form of doing dishes. <laughs> I love oh, I love it. And I found the lyrics to your children. And the lyrics are, your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life longing for itself. They came through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. Um, it's kind of a little bit of, got to think about it, a little bit of a quotable ponder, I'll call it. Let me just think about that a moment. <laughs> so yeah. well, we have I a song. Share? Yes, oh. yes, share your lyrics. What did, yes, share I your lyrics. I want to share my lyrics. Oh, oh. Share your lyrics. <laughs> with Karen Chucker. Can I just sing it a little? Okay. Sure. Welcome, baby, to this world. Happy birthday to you. You're my angel, my precious one. You're a dream come true. I'm so glad you are here, here to love here to heal and then goes on to say what a gift you are you're such a blessing to me it's warm as sunshine when you smile it's your light i feel and i know i've been changed changed for good changed by you and the bridge goes i honor you now i offer you my heart i promise to love just who you are all that you are welcome baby to this world you're pure in spirit it's in your eyes we are one through and three through you are my miracle my precious child, oh baby mine. And you know, it just says, thank you, welcome. And just, ah, oh, it's just this love. You know, and I remember a teenager came up to me after and she goes, I need that song. I want to hear that from my mommy every night. And I was like, we all need uh, to hear that song yeah. from our mommy, our father, mother, God, whoever, that this is yeah. how loved and how precious we are. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so beautiful, that's so beautiful. Thank you for letting me share. <laughs> Well, let's let's share one of your songs, Hela Hamele. Yes, and this is by Eva Kanimaka.
So beautiful. Oh, that was recorded live in concert with uh, Daniel Hall, right? Like five, six time Grammy winner playing ukulele, my dear friend, Steve Billman on bass. And I, I don't think there was any percussion. Oh, yeah. And Sienna and Toast, my friend, singing back up there. But this is Hello Hamele means love song written by Eva Kinimaka. And it's a popular, such a popular love song here in Hawaii that all the hula dancers dance to. And I, I believe when he was writing this song, he wrote it about his daughter. And the, you can just feel the sacred feminine oozing, right? Stories being told through her hands. I'm doing hula right now. You can't see me. <laughs> um, 
but you know that gracefulness and and dancing and singing about nature so aren't, aren't we all oozing in the in that sacred <laughs> divine feminine energy <laughs> yes yes it's so beautiful and so you know it um we talk about the symbolism in that in, in the words of the stories which is you know what makes storytelling so powerful is the symbolism in it and you know arising from that from that you know first nations from that indigenous culture and mm -hmm. you know it's there's such permission when we turn to the indigenous cultures to to bring forward the divine feminine it's it's like a both ends the sun and the moon you know mm -hmm. they're always together i love in the mayan cosmology um the word for world literally means earth sky so you know it's it's oh. the whole it's the wholeness is is and captured in that the you know there are millions of deities and they all have um, the good nature and evil nature, but it's together. It makes the wholeness. It's not like one side that they're always trying to overcome. It's, it's the fullness and the wholeness. There's also uh, many who are both have a, a masculine avatar and a feminine avatar, which we see in Hinduism as well, you know? So there's like such a permission for the fullness of who we are to be in expression. Yes. It made me excited to think because you know we're alive at this time where we're talking about feminine where i think maybe we can start to see what it looks like to have the fullness you know in each of us and it's i yeah it's amazing i mean because we've uh, i mean in our short lifetime i feel we've experienced more of the patriarchal side right like maybe just yeah. the, uh, the sun or something you right. know and like wow to have the full spectrum of who we are it's amazing there is a, I was, for me, there is this powerful word called birthing. And when we ever, when we use the word birthing, there is power in that word. And one of the things I want to teach, and a big shout out to one of my friends and one of my clients, Joshua Allred, who listens every week, who loves the both of you. And we talk about... Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for your beautiful video you sent. Um, we talk about the birthing of new ideas, the birthing of creativity, the birthing of the new job you want, everything that's happening, we're birthing. One of the things, I'm gonna go back to yoga again, we do a great pose called the goddess pose. And I look around the room, sometimes I look at the guys that are going, oh, we're gonna do goddess pose. And I always want to let them know, even in the divine masculine is birthing. We're birthing new creative ideas. We're birthing new energy. We're birthing this new pose. So tap deep into your divine feminine to birth this uh, experience. That's beautiful to be able to open to, you know, without the stigma, right? Without stigmatizing yeah. gender roles, you know, if you're a man, you should be this way if you're a woman you should be this way but to to really open up to what is present in us because we are the fullness of the divine which is masculine feminine it's you can't separate it and the other thought that i that comes to mind is that our ancestors when they go into the ancestral realm there is no gender mm. there is no color yeah. there is no race there is no sexual identity there is just the energy. So if we're tapping into the ancestral realm for guidance, for love in this time, we must be genderless. We must approach it without our color, without our 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 drag, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're, right. all, we're all divine, <laughs> but we all just wear our own drag. And approaching the, the what I've learned 
in my practice of approaching the ancestors is approach as no thing and I will become everything. And that is one of the divine uh, um, principles of Samahi. When you move into Samahi, we release everything we are and we become everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm so excited. <laughs> With how you're sharing about that, because everything you're saying, it feels like a it's not forced. You're catching something. You're allowing something to happen through you. And so just this morning, you know, I was listening to my favorite, which is Abraham Hicks, and planted a new seed in my mind, which was um, this idea that when you have a new idea, when you're think when you think you're thinking of something, really you're receiving, and receiving is a more feminine energy. And so it just really. I, I, I'm inspired to maybe start thinking of my thinking and, you know, when I'm moving into a project or something, receive. How can I receive more instead of like, let me like think my way there, you know? <laughs> um, but I love that idea. of, And I didn't know it comes from the indigenous cultures, what you're saying, where it's just this, we're, we're all of it. So we're just like tapping into it. It's not hard. Well, we got to use our button. That was easy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like that dance, that hula. Right? It's fluid. And and being willing to become what it is that you want to manifest. So if you're looking to manifest more love, become love. If you're looking to manifest more abundance in your life, become abundant. Become what you're wanting to manifest. And a lot of the energy of manifestation feels very masculine. And this is where we get to connect with, well, what are you becoming? We know what you want to manifest, but what are you willing to become? So good. That is so good. You know, and I think that, you know, it reminds me kind of, you know, we've talked about the different ways uh, we express as mothers and, you know, as nurturers, but there's also the aspect of the way we have been mothered. And, you know, those wounds, when it's not done well, or when it's done from a pain point, um, those wounds run deep. Mm -hmm. And, and this is, it's a path of healing, what we're talking about when you get into that, that inner birthing and receiving of, of your own divine power, that can be a way of healing those wounds that have come before. And, and I believe um, that we can heal backwards. You know, we talk often about healing for our children and, you know, like the buck stops here and we're going to change patterns and that kind of thing for our children. But I believe when we experience that healing and when we lift our consciousness and awareness into, into the truth and that it actually also rolls backwards, that that healing goes in reverse. I'm going to give an amen to that because yeah. <laughs> you know, the work, the, the work that I was fortunate to do with Patricia Cota Robles and her um, era of peace organization, she's done, I don't know, 33, 30, I don't know what number they're on every year. All these light workers gather in sacred vortexes around the world. Um, and she always said that we would always honor and bring in the ancestors, especially of that land. And she would say, whatever work we're going to do here is, is for the, you know, is for the ancestors and ahead, like exactly what you were both saying that it's all one. So whatever we do energetically yeah. here and now impacts that whole, the whole time frame. I mean, there's no time, but it impacts yeah. everything. That's some powerful. indigenous, some indigenous um, people say it's seven generations. So what we do now will affect seven generations of wow. like when we start to take care of the planet, it's going to affect seven generations to come. Um, I, I always laugh when I remember um, a time when my mother and I didn't have the best relationship. And I, of course, I'm in high school, of course. Right. And I'm going, 
when I grow up, I'm never going to be like you. I am my mother today. <laughs> I am <laughs> so much of my mama. I'm a mama's boy. And just my mannerisms and things I say, I'm going. And sometimes I'll just laugh at myself and say, oh, I just became my mother. <laughs> it's so funny how we rebel against right? that, you know? <laughs> Like, and at that age, that, you know, those teen years, like when we're really trying to claim our own independence and figure right. out who we are and like, I don't know who I am, but I'm not that and I should be you, you know, and it's like, literally that's, that, you're that. Hey, Rev Jackie, how does it feel to have a, a child graduating oh. this year? Oh, it's <laughs> everything. Graduating. I got all the feels. It does. It goes by in a flash. Like I, and I'm like starting to feel a little panic, like. Have I done everything I was supposed to do? <laughs> you know, before she, before she, you know, and she's not, she's not flying the coop, I don't think. <laughs> but, but you know, before she hits eighteen, and like, have I, have I given her everything that she needs? Have you know what? And like, I'm going back through time, you know, trying to figure out should I have done this? Should I have done that? And then, you know, and no one tells you, you know, when you have a baby. And the baby becomes a toddler that you don't have a baby anymore. You have a toddler and then you have a kid and you don't have a toddler or a baby anymore. You've got a kid. And then now I have this grown woman, you know, and I don't have a kid. And it's like, so the grief, there's that kind of grief that, but also it's such extraordinary awe that I feel when I look at her and who she has become. And, you know, when she was born, I remember this, I'm showing you guys my pinky finger, but her foot was the length of my pinky finger. And I like, I just, I seared that into my mind so that I would never, and she's got these, you know, big old size tens now, <laughs> like wide foot island feet, you know, her, her dad's a Pacific <laughs> Islander. So I was like, you've got coconut climbing feet, <laughs> coconut trees, you know, that's what they're made for. But I mean, I am just in awe of, it. she's become so much more than I, I could have imagined or it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing and a privilege and honor to, have bear witnessed uh, witness to that. Um, and I feel like this sadness, you know, that that piece, you know, is coming to an end and it's, it, you know, transforming into something else. And I just got your Hawaii con con uh, connection. Faith lives yeah. in Hawaii. I lived in Hawaii and your, 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 your children's father yeah. is from Hawaii. Yeah. That's the, the what? unholy well, he's, trinity. He's, he's and, you know, but the uh, the Tongan people in some historians believe that they populated Hawaii. They, right. they were travelers. And so, you know. Okay. Yeah. And her dad, isn't it your dad who's the ukulele virtual? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing? Yeah. He's an amazing yeah. ukulele player. player. So, yeah. Hawaii is calling our name, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yes. Oh my God, Jackie, you were talking about the little pinky finger and her, her feet. What I always do is they would put their feet against my hand, you know, and, and, and when it grows and just, oh, and you know, my son is only 10. He's my oldest and my, Izzy's five. She's going to turn six. And I look at him in bed. They're like huge. Yeah. Like, who's that? And pretty soon I'm sure it'll be like, who's that man? Like, what? Yes, it is. But, but I think it's, I mean, for me, it's kind of like my CDs or the music after a while, like. I'm a part of that journey, but I'm just like, you know, they're like this other being that, like you said, you just get to witness and trust. You know, one thing that always soothed me, again, from that I learned from Abraham Hicks is that, you know, they have their own point of attraction, their own energy. And then I had to tell myself, I, the parents, we don't have to be the one that is the, that it filters through everything they need. No, no, no. I need to encourage them to nurture their own, you know, 
energy level, their own love, their own, you know, manifesting power and trust that. And so I guess that's a whole other thing we have to learn is the trusting part of like pushing them out of the nest part, right? right. (laughs) And now I'm understanding the lyrics of the Honey in the Rock song. Your children, not your children. That's what the essence of it, that they are divine beings on their own as well. Yeah. You know, for me, it became clear almost immediately, you know, they both, but especially my, my second, uh, my Jamie, she had some trauma when she was born and she like stopped breathing and was having seizures nonstop and, you know, nearly didn't survive. But that prayer, that was my first, I didn't have the words for it at the time, but that was my first affirmative prayer. I could, I was so desperate and terrified that I could only pray truth. I could only say yes. what I knew to be true. And and what I heard myself saying was, she doesn't belong to me. She belongs to the universe. And there she be- you know belongs to God. And she's on her path. Yes. And everything is available to her. You know, like I just was like stumbling <laughs> over words, but I was falling mm-hmm. into affirmative prayer and, and recognizing you know, she's from my body, but she is her own and this is her path and whatever it is. Like, I really have nothing to do with it. Like, you know, at a, at a core level, it's, this is all her. And can we give a shout out for mama's prayers? I mean, I can't even tell you how many mama (laughs) prayers that I knew my mother was praying for me when I was in the middle of some stuff. And I always say this, if I'm in the hospital, I'm calling my mama for prayer. I'm not looking for a practitioner because my mother (laughs) prays with this conviction and she might say the blood of Jesus, but she knows where she's she's praying from. So if something's happening, I'm calling my mama for prayer, y'all. Well, and don't you have like, don't we all have this idea that God listens to your mother because yes. like, like mom, no mom reigns supreme. All authority, you know, is mom. So that you, yes, even God and Jesus listen to mom. Like, you know, wow. you know, that was the first miracle, right? When Jesus was Mary instigated it, turned water to wine. She's yeah. like, get over there and do something, you know? And, Je- and Jesus said, okay. Party. <laughs> You're right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I want to invite everyone to come to the after party because I got a feeling that this is going to be so much more fun and music and laughter on Facebook after this show. And um, I love I love my mamas. I get to play with every <laughs> week, my two mamas, because we get down with the get down with the mamas here, the spiritual mamas and sisters. So, <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. So beautiful. You breathe there, Faith. Are you breathing it all in? I'm just breathing, yeah. Because that that's divine feminine, right? It's just the being and being here. So I think this show, yeah, I mean, I've felt many spaces, you know, yeah. which I think is a good thing to really let it sink in. And, you know, my little Izzy's up there. So honestly, part of my mommy brain is like, is she okay? Is she, <laughs> is she drawing on the walls? I know. She it's may okay. join us. She may join us probably for the, for the after party. So I'll go check on her. And I'll be back. But I mean, I guess if I were to just say any anything else about this divine feminine rising and mommies, I just I want to share from Rev Deb, who passed on. She's an angel now from Unity of Kona, that her biggest lesson to me on her deathbed with her daughter, Sasha Knowles, I'm going to give her props, is this 11th commandment, that's what we're calling it, is, you know, for moms, just thou shalt not forsake, you know, yourself or your dreams. And, you know, don't be at the expense of the love that we give. 
-hmm. And I know it's a mental thing, exactly what you're saying, Rev Skip, service or servitude. So we massage those thoughts till we can feel holy, till we can feel that queendom, whether we're doing the dishes or, you know, whatever. (laughs) And the 11 commandments for everyone though, right? Of course, of course. But you know, I'm a mom, so that's why I know. It is for everyone. Speak, speak. Well, well, I just love that there's been moments where I had to mother myself. I was in the bed and I didn't have the wherewithal to come call my mother, but I just knew that there was a divine feminine within me to to nurture myself and to mother myself and to love myself, self-love. And um, my favorite self-care thing to do these days is take a bath. I'm serious to take a bath. Oh, me too. Bubbles. That's, that is straight from God, right? That's that... straight from the universe. Take, take a, a bath. A bath. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or good, a nap. Yeah. That is so good. Take a bath. <laughs> that's that's how you know you're really listening. <laughs> like, it's eat a snack, take a bath, take a nap. Those are the three divine instructions. <laughs> I the, shower, the shower is where I get all these song lyrics and downloads. All I mean, to a point where I'm like, really, I'm naked. I have to run out and, you know, like record it on my thing or, yeah, because I'm allowing. I don't know what it is about the water. So I'm right there. <laughs> what is it about water? Because when I'm in taking a bath or shower or I'm by the ocean, I am inspired. Yes. So beautiful. We're gonna be in the ocean on our uh, Hawaii retreat. Seriously. Oh yeah. We're doing a thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I love yes. Yes. Oh boy, that music means we are done for today. So we just shout a blessing out for the divine feminine in each yes. and every one of you. Yes. Let it be. Let it be free. Yes. Love, love, love. We'll see you next time. Love. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.